0: everybody, welcome to another episode of Movie Talk to Jill. We are your hosts, I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Gavin Butts. I'm Beth Wall. <clears throat> and in this episode, we're going to be talking about a very talented, very long-lasting actor who's had a full-body career.
1: Oh, massive um, career.
0: Everything from serious to dangerous to comedy. I mean, he seems like he can do it just about anything. So, uh, this week we're going to be discussing Mr. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. You talking to me? You talking to me? Well, are, you, are you talking
1: about... I, I mean, I don't, I don't see anyone on stand Yeah, I know it, that man. quote. It's from the taxi driver. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Never seen it, but I know the quote. You're really
2: upsetting Jinx, a cat over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should let the audience know we do have a special guest, Rita. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, we do. Gavin's little monster of a dog. Yeah, Sweet as all can be. There
1: is definitely no little about her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so if you hear the odd bark, yes. you know, that's just Rita trying to be involved in the conversation.
0: What do you think, Rita?
2: (laughs) But knock on wood, she's been here for half an hour, and she hasn't made one sound.
0: That's right, except for some panting.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, she's nervous around, you know, new guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, we're harmless. But that is, uh, yeah, so we're talking about Mr. Robert De Niro today, so uh, true to form, any favorite De Niro... Flick.
1: I don't know. And when I go first, I, uh, I usually you get... won't
0: upset me on this one. Okay. You won't steal anything.
1: You know. You know which one I'm going to take.
0: I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah. Analyze that. Oh, okay.
0: Well, this or that, you both. Both, actually. Okay. Both.
1: He was really good. Both <laughs> of them. Because I, I, you know, it was funny. You got to see him. You know, still do the mob boss, which he's done like a ton of. You know, mob or or like um, organized crime related movies, mm-hmm. and. uh So you have, you know, you still have him in there as that figurehead, but then you throw in Billy Crystal and Mm. send big time comedy relief. (laughs) I think one of my favorite scenes is when he like, you know, he's giving him therapy and he finally has a breakthrough with him. And, um, you know, they're at a shootout in the junkyard. And he's not doing anything. And so he's like, all right, Paul, let's channel this grief into a nice murderous rage. <laughs> and he's like, he's sitting, Robert De Niro's crying. and He's just holding the gun. I was like, come on, shoot the gun. Shoot the gun. Paul, you're not even trying. And he just <laughs> drops the gun. <laughs> get on, Paul. Get on, Paul. So they finally get up and like the, um, they end up, you know, getting, uh, or he, Billy Crystal ends up firing a couple of rounds and two of the guys die. So he stands up and he asks the other guys, Jelly, was that me? He's like, nah, that was me. You were the fifty seven Chevy and the old refrigerator over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Solid movie. Solid movie, yeah.
2: Solid De Niro.
0: What about you, Mr. Patrick?
2: Well, I am I have two that first came to mind and I'm trying to figure out which one is my top tier favorite. Okay. One we have Men of Honor with QB Gooden Junior. It's a fantastic yeah. Navy diving movie. Mm-hmm. I'm on, cookie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then we have Meet the Parents. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I've got to go with Meet the Parents. <laughs> Just, he was so deadpan, like, I will fucking end you, Ben Stiller, right here, right yeah. now. <laughs> the entire movie. He's like, we don't do that here, and neither should you, ever. <laughs> ever. <And laughs> I remember in the sequel, he pulls up in the RV and he's the next CIA agent. So like the seats go up, and then he's got like a whole command center down there. (laughs) Um, So I'm gonna have to say Meet the Parents because it's one of those times where he's also in a movie filled with comedians, and he is the funniest person. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, What about me? Can you milk me? (laughs) I I got nipples, Greg. (laughs) Um, So I got to go with Meet the Parents on that one. All right. right. But honorable mention to Men of Honor, who is like one point behind Meet the Parents. Nice.
0: that sure. is a good movie, too. Yeah. Solid series one. Uh, I'm going to go more serious. I'm not going to do the traditional, even though I do love him in, like, Goodfellas and stuff like that. But, Cape Fear.
1: Ooh, yeah. Never seen it.
0: Because he was so creepy Oh yeah, in that movie. Counselor. Oh,
1: counselor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but just solid, you know, he's just going after i believe it was a yeah it was his attorney or something if i remember correctly he was like an I, ex-con like
1: he put him away yeah
0: and yeah he's just basically tormenting the hell out of that that whole family yeah. they had uh uh what's her, what's uh julie uh what's her name she was in julia roberts that julia roberts so no, the one that played the daughter uh, uh she was in from Dust till dawn she was in uh hack no, it wasn't someone. No,
1: no, 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 Um uh,
0: I want to say her name is like Julie something. Yes, she, natural, born uh, yeah,
1: natural Born Killers. Yeah,
0: natural born killers. She was in that. Uh oh, she was in Christmas vacation. She was the daughter. Yep, yep. Uh but anyway, that's her and he's like kind of oddly, like I think he's almost like what was he like kind of attracted to her. Or he's like going after her to get to the get to the family and stuff, but I think so. It is a solid creep fest. You kinda of get to see <laughs> his, his range on that one. Um, as well as the comedy, because up till then he did he did a lot of really serious. I don't think he got to a comedy till later.
2: Yeah, like started no, really not until doing. Until he already more. made like his billions and he just stopped giving a shit. Right, <laughs> and why not? Yeah, I think at that point he already had three Oscars. He's like, well, what else am I gonna fucking do? Yeah,
1: right.
0: <laughs> but like you said earlier, with from the quote, Taxi Driver was a phenomenal movie. He oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. I
2: mean, like I've never seen the movie, but I know exactly what movie are you talking to me is from and i know he's standing in front of a mirror trying to rehearse whatever his character does in the movie
0: he's preparing so basically the story is he, he's a taxi driver and he's kind of almost like in a way socially inept if you want to if i if that's the right word
2: for it because socially awkward
0: yeah awkward yeah so cuz kind of maybe on the spectrum yeah mm-hmm. It was it Meryl Streep I believe mm-hmm. was in that and then uh, Jodie Foster so Jodie Foster plays like it's a young Jodie Foster and she plays like a young prostitute she ran away from home and and he's in to like the prostitution thing because he doesn't he can't really meld with women like uh, Meryl Streep's like part of a campaign for somebody running for mayor or something and he ends up meeting her or giving her a ride um, in his taxi and he gets to know where he asks her out he ends up taking her to one of those adult theaters Oh, you know, like the, the one little... PD e.
2: Herman got in trouble for, yeah, yeah. He
0: takes her to like that, and then he doesn't realize that hey, not everybody's into that kind of thing. And <laughs> and then, uh, so he's basically just he's he befriends the Jodie Foster character, and you know, she's got a pimp, and he's basically <laughs> trying to talk to her about like trying to the get pimp. back to you know, get back with her family. You know, what are you doing with your life? You shouldn't be doing this, and you know, people treat you like garbage, and all he wants to do is help her. And he gets so fed up with everything else that he basically just goes on like like a rampage he buys that gun and he hooks it up that's where he's doing the whole you talking to me thing because he makes this contraption on his arm where he can hide the pistol oh. and he pushes a button and it flips out out of his jacket into his hand oh, that's cool. and so he's like you talking to me yeah i'm
2: thinking of the movie stay tuned where the devil <laughs> keeps the remote control on that like little oh, device slips yeah, out yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> Not exactly the same
0: type of movie, but yeah, but, no, yeah. The same contraption, contraption. Same contraption, yes. We found the connection, <laughs> <laughs>
1: and back to John Ritter now. <laughs> yeah.
0: But no, I will say that was uh, Taxi Driver's very, very, very good movie. And oh, yeah. I mentioned one other one last. I believe it was the last episode, either the last one or the one before, uh, that I thought was great with him and Christopher Walken, The Deer Hunter. Yeah, I remember I told you guys all about oh, that yeah, one. Yeah, so yeah. I was gonna say that was a close second for. Favorite movie, but... Uh, yeah, no, it's definitely
2: definitely up there. Um, I did want to... Um, I've seen this movie once, and I couldn't tell you the exact plot. I know it's about a heist, and it's the only movie where Robert De Niro and Al Pacino are in the same time. And it's a fantastic action movie, Heat. Okay. Um, well, that's not, they are in another movie together. But, oh, are they? But mm-hmm. that was first. That came okay. first. Um, but Heat is just a nonstop thrill ride of action. Oh, yeah. I I love it. Oh, Heat's a diehard movie. Yeah, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I remember seeing it once. I couldn't tell you every line of the movie like I can with some of his movies, but I remember that movie just being amazing. Um, Once again, I think it's no surprise that I'm a fan of action films, and that's clearly a very good one.
0: Absolutely. No, I enjoyed Heat, but the the second one that they were in together, um, it was actually the only time... Three of the actors have ever been in a movie together, and that was the more recent uh, Scorsese, The, Irish the Irishman, man. yeah, which was the only movie that Pacino, um, De, Niro. De Niro, and Pesci were all in together. Oh, okay. The three of them had never been in a movie all. The and you'd always together. think
2: they would have been in like The Goodfellas or The Casino or something like that. Yeah. No, I mean you had De Niro and Pesci, yeah,
0: and you had De Niro and and uh, <clears throat> Al Pacino and Al Pacino in The Godfather, yeah, two, the second one, the second one, so. Yeah.
2: So, but yeah, uh, Heat. Throwing that out there, fantastic movie. If you like uh, nineteen mid '90s action movies, this mm-hmm. one's a, this one's a good one, a golden one. It's gold, Jerry.
0: <laughs> it's gold. It's gold.
2: <laughs> but speaking of now, here's one
0: that was. You want to talk like comedy, but like off the rocker comedy, like when you really see Robert De Niro push it to the limits. Is that Dirty Grandpa movie? Oh God, uh, yeah. I haven't seen the movie
1: <laughs> with him oh. and Zac Efron. Yeah,
0: that's. That is a De Niro pushing the levels of raunchy comedy, and it is phenomenal.
1: And it, I,
2: That recently came out, like, 2012, 2013, somewhere in there? Relatively uh, recently compared 16, to... Uh, 2016. Oh, 2016 yeah, compared yeah. to most of his body of work, that's relatively recent. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the the funniest thing about that is Aubrey Plaza just telling, going around the whole movie telling how uh, they're going to have sex. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs>
2: I mean, anything with Aubrey Plaza is golden in my book.
1: No, but like she's hitting on him like super hard. It <laughs> not, it, it's in no way subtle. What's yeah.
2: <laughs> It's no innuendo. No, it's, no. it's about to be in his endo, from yeah. what I understand. She's like, no, you don't understand.
0: I want your penis yeah. inside me. She's <laughs>
1: like, well, I guess the drought in my vagina is gonna be over. <laughs> and then he goes, I'm gonna flood you like the Nile. I'm like, what the hell? Whoa, whoa! Flood you like the Nile. <laughs> So then they finally get together and <laughs> she comes in wearing his uh, or he walks in on her wearing his pants. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, uh, so what are you doing? Found your pants. Also found a Werther's original inside of them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Warther's original. laughs>
1: so she's like trying to they're doing it, and she's trying to get him to say weird grandpa shit. It's like say, say things we're safer on Eisenhower. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me to get off your lawn. We, we like Ike. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's hilarious.
0: Yeah, definitely a must a must see. Patrick, put that on the list. Yeah, yeah, I'll add it to the list. Yes. <laughs> oh man, but so yeah, that that is raunchy. Now switching gears to a more sweeter type story is he did that movie and i actually just rewatched it not that long ago uh the intern
1: that yeah that it's a very, very heartfelt
0: story yeah have you seen that one no okay
2: every time i think i i saw it on the list and i was like wait that's the um owen wilson and vince vaughn movie where they mm-hmm. go to work at google after their the internship come. that's an internship yeah. Yeah. okay
0: this is just the intern <laughs> and took away the ship yeah <laughs> <laughs> leave the ship you get to narrow <laughs> but that one that's a sweet story that's uh you know he's retired you know worked his whole life his, his wife is deceased and so he's a widower and he basically just tries to fill the time and he finds out that this company i, I can't remember exactly what they were so was it clothing what product she was selling Yeah, some
1: uh, it's some kind of like design line that there that she started yeah it's kind of like a um like an amazon startup for like clothing lines yeah okay. all
0: e-commerce stuff so they yeah. do everything yeah, through exactly. e-commerce and she built this company up you know started with nothing and built it up and they decided they put out an internship program which she didn't really realize they were doing or she didn't didn't realize what the candidates were going to be because they found that for they were trying to get older people or something right. if i remember mm. correctly so he applies <laughs> and she's Really didn't want him. He each intern gets like assigned to certain people. Mm-hmm. Well, they end up assigning him to her, who's the owner. And although she's built the company up, she's not really as business savvy. Like she's more into like the product. I mean, she's right. still good at what she does, but so
1: she still gets on like uh, for an hour or something every week mm-hmm. to do like take customer calls. Yeah, like oh, okay. she still wants to be in touch with you know the people that she's. Sir, yeah, right.
0: But sir, some of the other investors in the company, because I believe she got some, want her to hire a CEO.
1: Yeah, so basically oh,
0: okay. let a CEO take
2: over, and she would still, she'd oh, still, you know, yeah, she would be still. the president. But right. she would need like someone to. They run would have to see, the They want to yeah. make. Yeah. They
1: basically trying to make it corporate so they can get more profits.
0: Yeah. yeah. And so anyway, he gets he gets assigned to her, and it's just more like at first she's very difficult with him. Like, because she likes things exactly the way she likes them, and he basically adapts pretty well to it, and he becomes very close to her. She just starts kind of seeing him almost like a like a mentor in a way. Yeah,
1: yeah there's a relationship that, that that breeds there, but it's not like a, it's nothing romantic.
0: Yeah, he's just there to kind of help out, but he's almost like a father in a way. Yeah. More, more, not just a mentor, but a father, and it turns out that he knew that building it was a building that he used to work at that's right when it was like a newspaper or something Mm -hmm. or whatever company it was but that's where he worked his whole career so Mm -hmm. when he found out it was there that was the other intriguing portion of it to him so you know he starts like i said he just they start forming a bond she starts instead of the at the beginning like hey I don't need you or you know you're not gonna be able to do what I need to she's starting to go to him and be like what should I do or can, you know, help me help me and he, yeah. <clears throat> uh, but yeah so it's very there's other stuff in there I don't wanna spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it yet but um, you know cause she's married they have a, she has a kid with her husband and there's some stuff going on with that and, relationship yeah and there's, kinda just, that's
1: kinda one of the things is like there that she's thinking about taking on the CEO is so that she can have more time at home instead of spending it you know with the business
0: yeah yeah. And he kind of guides her into, just gives her advice, and she, she kind of just takes what he says and and kind of just runs with it. So uh, overall, very good movie. But it, it's I have to check it out. It's a, it's not a, a it's not like a romantic movie. Yeah. But It's I don't know really know no how one's, to one's d-
2: gonna see Robert Deere hook up with Annie Hathaway. No,
0: no, no. But it's it's just I don't know really how to describe. Just it's just a sweet movie. I mean, it's just you know, that's it, man. <laughs> it almost makes
1: you cry sometimes. So. It's been a while since I've seen <gasps> this one, but um, the family, I remember yeah. it.
0: It's been a long, S- long time for
1: me, S- too. I still, g- like, it's couldn't. its the mafia movie.
2: Isn't this the movie where he goes into witness protection, yeah. and then he just starts being a mobster while in witness protection? Yes. He starts, like, running a racket yep. in this no. sub- suburb because they have no idea what the hell he's right. doing. Right, and his,
1: and his daughter does the exact same thing. Yeah.
2: And his wife is like a typical mobster trophy wife. He's like, oh, yeah. it's just Jack being Jack. You know, yeah. Let bygones be bygones. You don't <laughs> want any of this. <laughs> it's
0: like uh, My Blue Heaven or that show on Netflix, uh, Lily Hammer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they go in and basically just restart doing what they were doing.
1: Yep. Well, kind of like, you know, analyze uh, that, the second one, you know. Yeah. When he's trying to go legit and he ends up getting all the guys up on the movie set. Yep. For Billy Chris was like, What's going on here, Paul? I see all the guys out there. What's Jelly doing, huh? What's <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: There are two movies I wanted to do. One I just wanted to quickly touch base on because we talked in detail about it on our mobster movies. It's Casino, my favorite mobster movie. I think he did a fantastic job in that movie. And if he wasn't nominated for an Oscar, someone needs to go beat up that committee for that movie. But the other one, actually, he plays the bad guy. It's Limitless. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, I thought I didn't think I was gonna like that movie as much as I did. Even the spin-off TV show was kind of good, but the movie, I, I thought Bradley Cooper did a fantastic job and they kind of like spend like the first um, act and a half like him figuring out how to use this drug best. And there are a couple of scenes like I don't remember the last three days. And they're like, okay, whenever I'm on taking this medication, which is now gonna be always remember to eat and yep. no alcohol otherwise he'll just black out for 3 days. I think one of the scenes was he was in the, he wound up in the Mediterranean like where the hell am I?
1: <laughs> this um, isn't where I park my car. Right? And at the, <laughs> at the
2: end of the movie it's spoilers if you haven't seen Lemonless from 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bradley Cooper gets off the drug and Robert Dino's like, I know your secret, you're still on it. He's like, I've been cleaning for three months, I'm just now genuinely smarter, smarter than you. And Robert Dino's like, no, I found all of your labs, they, I control you. He's no, you don't, I'm about to be a U.S. senator. You can take your little Enron energy company and go away. <laughs>
0: take your minuscule company. Yeah,
2: your multi-billion dollars in trading in energy futures, which seems wildly complicated. You're right? <laughs>
0: Well, they did. A year later, they they partnered up again, and we talked about this movie before. Silver Linings Playbook. Yep, yep. yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. So he was the dad. I mean, he didn't have a major role in right. that one, but you know, it was it was good.
1: But he was yeah. The- that was Bradley Cooper and uh, Jennifer Lawrence.
2: Yep. Good movie. Yes, indeed. Well, what? he
1: also you know continues the mob fashion in uh, Shark Tale. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, right. He's the Don Shark. The Don yep. Shark.
0: Well, there was that, uh, the one that he did. I, for some reason, I thought it came out, it was older, but it's actually not that old. Uh, the Comedian. And that's where, it's basically what it is. I believe it's a... Uh, is a Comedian, or no, king, I'm sorry. No, this one came, Comedian came out later. The one I'm thinking of was uh, King of Comedy. The hmm. King of Comedy, that one came out a while back. And um, it's basically what it is. He's trying to be a stand-up comic and he's trying to get on this like, one show that would be the equivalent of, like, The Tonight Show or something, or, you know, Johnny Carson. But, okay. Um, he's so obsessed with it, he, like, has daydreams about it. So it's, like, you know, <laughs> where it's, like, hey, he's so wonderful, and then he's, like, sitting there talking to him, and he's having banter with it. Well, he ends up meeting up with the, um, you know, the host of the show, <laughs> trying to There's get our on. our guest. And <laughs> basically he ends up, like, almost hijacking the show, like, at Gunpoint or something, and he's like, he, all he wants to do is get on the show.
1: So basically, he does the scene from Joker. Yeah, so that's, i was <laughs> yeah. going to talk about
2: that movie next. It kind of flips the script. Yeah. He, oh,
1: that's right. Because yeah, he's he's the talk show host yep. that right.
2: the Joker yep. keeps fantasizing about being on the show with. Yep. But um, yeah, he's
0: uh, he goes, yeah. but his name is like Rupert Pumpkin, is, is, is <laughs> what he goes by. And uh, but no, it's it's a it's actually a good movie. That one came out a while back. But yeah, it's called The King of Comedy. Uh, but during his act, he even tells the audience at some point, like, he's doing his bit, people like it, and he ends up basically telling them what he did. He's like, oh, no, I kidnapped him, him holding him for ransom or whatever until, uh, so I could get on here, and basically confesses to the whole thing, <laughs> like, during his act. Uh, but no, it's it's really, it's actually a good movie, that one's another one, and, but it hinders more on the serious end of things mm. for him, almost like that psychosis or that psychotic type, but... Mm. Look, like, kind of like a taxi driver. He's just—he's trying. Yeah. He's trying to do the right thing, but he's it's just mad in a very bad just, way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, and I didn't even—I I didn't remember this one. I don't think I saw it. Was uh, so he did. He was. Uh, he also played Frankenstein's monster.
2: Yeah, I and don't. I don't. I don't think I Aaron saw. Was the
1: Aaron Eckhart movie? Uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, well, nineteen ninety-four.
2: Mary Shelley wrote the book. Um,
1: I'm in trying the to see 18th who. Eighteenth century. Director Kenneth Branagh. Oh.
2: No, I'm thinking of the one with Aaron Eckhart, where he's like somewhat of an anti-hero in New York City in modern day. It was a garbage movie.
1: The director also played Victor Frankenstein,
2: the scientist. Okay, <laughs> I've, I've read the book. I just haven't seen many of the Frankenstein movies. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? There's so many out there.
0: You know, I didn't hmm. once you see Young Frankenstein, oh, you just stop. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, younger Frankenstein. I says said it all. he
1: would root it there. <laughs> he was burned a Frankenstein.
0: <laughs> well, we talked about so kind of also the, another crazy one. It kind of remind this movie kind of reminded me of like Robin Williams' character in Insomnia. Mm-hmm. Is that movie Hide and Seek, where he's he's as a daughter, and it basically almost turns out that he's got a split personality, uh. and yeah, he basically goes on a psychotic rampage too in that one i like
2: it i like seeing robert de niro go nuts (laughs) because he always looks like he could at any moment oh yeah especially in the earlier movies Um, but we've already talked a lot about his career because he's teamed up with Scorsese a lot and Mm -hmm. he's done a lot of mobster movies and we did a specific episode about them about six months ago so I'm trying very hard to stay away from those movies so we can talk about (laughs) all of his other work but like his best work are in those films oh yeah yeah um but he's got the demeanor for it that's mm -hmm. why i mean he's just well exhibit a the untouchables he played al capone mm yep and he was a really good al capone in that movie oh it was a bit part relative to the rest of the movie yeah but the scenes he was in he's like i will fucking kill you like (laughs) someone get this piece of garbage out of here (laughs) and once again it's he's one of those actors who he'll show his wide range whenever he plays a Mm -hmm. mobster it's always the same character it's like jeff goldblum in any movie he does yeah basically <laughs> <laughs> jeff goldblum
0: well the one that was a mob movie that he wasn't a mobster in um oh my god i just had it in my head too It was the uh jesus christ oh bronx tale bronx tale. oh yeah 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 that's he played right the that's irish right. dad who was more like the straight edge bus driver who was trying to keep him away from the mob type thing and uh so he Kind of got to see a very different side of that. Like, yeah. hey, I'm in a mom movie, but I'm going to be the, the good uh law-abiding citizen <laughs> type guy. That's what I'm going to do.
1: So he had a, um, a, a flamboyant role in um, 2007 movie Stardust. Oh, yeah. That?
2: No, I keep um, thinking of either The Last Starfighter uh. or... <laughs> Some, uh, like, Star Wars, Stargate, anything else would star in it.
1: So this is, uh, it's a movie about, like, a, a world that's on the other side of this wall in Britain. And they've been trying, like, this guy has been trying to keep it over there because it's like a magical world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Witches and, you know, stuff like that all in it. And so he plays a, uh, a captain of a um, ship that can, you know, fly. So it's like... Almost like Peter Pan, like they're up in the sky. and What they're up there doing is trying to harvest lightning and mm. storms. So they've got these giant chains out and stuff. <laughs> but he gets like the uh, the main character um, ends up him and well the two main characters end up landing on his on his uh, boat, and you know he's got to make sure he takes care of them. Like he's got to he's got to act all um, like piraty to his crew, but. What happens is, you know, he's actually very nice guy. Um, he likes to sing and dance, and he's gay. <laughs> but he can't tell his crew that because he's got to be the manly man. He's got to be <laughs> the, you know, the cutthroat pirate. <laughs> so it's funny how, like, he reintroduces them for, like, it's like a 20, 30-minute part of the movie. Like, mm-hmm. him hiding them and then reintroducing them to the crew. Like, he killed the guy originally and then oh uh well this port that we went to my nephew was here so he's going to be riding along with us and it's the same guy (laughs) the
0: The man of many faces
1: yeah it's the same guy
0: well there's a another one though that you want to talk about not psycho not comedy not gangster but the one movie he played a really different different character where he's just a Basically, a normal normal guy is um, in Jackie Brown. Oh yeah, he was the ex-con, and he was just kind of there. He was like taking orders and stuff, and just kind of helping out when he could. He was just the average guy in that movie.
1: I don't know if I've seen that all the way through.
2: I don't know that I've seen it.
0: No, Jackie no. Brown. It's '90s, right? No, Jake Well,
1: uh, yeah, Jackie Brown
0: '97. Okay. Yeah, because that and that one had to talk about a massive cast. So it's a Quentin Tarantino movie. And it's basically, it's got, well, Robert De Niro's in it. He doesn't have a huge part in it, but Samuel L., of course, is in it. Uh, Michael Keaton's in it. But
1: mm. um, is, is that when they shoot him? When they shoot For him? being late, Samuel L.? He, uh, he shoots,
0: was... he shoots, um, uh, what's his name? He shoots Robert De Niro at some point, because he was supposed to be watching the bags. they were doing, like, a bag drop. So it's basically kind of like a heist, but not a heist. Like, they're trying to basically fuck over... Samuel Jackson's character, <clears throat> he's with for money.
1: All right, so then was that in Casino when they kill him?
0: Kill who? Which Samuel
1: did? Jackson. Like oh, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Okay. Yeah, he because was, he he was stacks. Like, yeah,
0: he played stacks. He yeah he, he was, was like, uh, late for the...
1: What you gotta you got a girl in here? Oh, yeah, man, she just li- uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know she's always leaving.
0: <laughs> and he shoots him. Yeah, because he he was uh, late for for the getaway or something. Right. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're always fucking late. <laughs> you want some coffee? <laughs> but no, watch. Yeah, Jackie Brown. That was a. That's a sound like another unique Tarantino type movie.
2: Sorry, our guest also has a lethal weapon of a tail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. I've been thinking about you know putting a broom on the back of it, see if you know, you get it <laughs> sweep do some the dusting. <laughs> <laughs> then again, you know she might knock over the TV. Yeah. <laughs> another
0: one you know that I always liked and this one is another one of it, like an ensemble cast with uh, 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 Michael Douglas uh, Morgan Freeman him is uh, Las Las Vegas Vegas.
1: yes I love Las Vegas that's a that's another like
0: just simple cute movie type thing so him
1: and Michael Douglas were like (laughs) best friends in high school or, or you know school yeah grade school and they fell in love with the same girl and so she ended up Uh, choosing Robert De Niro and they were married for you know a bunch of years then she ended up getting cancer and this is kind of how they had the falling out was he was supposed to read the eulogy and he never showed up so that that was there that's why they didn't talk but uh, so the whole premise of getting them all back together is that Michael Douglas is getting married to like a 30 year old yep. <laughs> he's like the same age if not older than her father <laughs> so freaking funny
0: i was trying to think of who the fourth person was kevin klein kevin klein Yep. i was like i
1: know there's a fourth
0: person here i can't remember what it is who so it was. funny
1: because he asked her to marry him at his friend's funeral yep <laughs> yeah as like, he's doing the eulogy yeah as yeah. he's doing that eulogy yeah <laughs> It's like, well, babe, you want to get married?
2: (laughs) Um, So there's a movie on the list, and it's called The Wizard of Lies. Okay, I've never heard of it, and I looked at the description, but I initially just clicked on it because like, Robert De Niro doesn't do fantasy. He does comedies, he does dramas, he even does a couple of romantic uh, movies Mm -hmm. here and there. And I was like, what is this? It's the Bernie Madoff movie. I've never (laughs) seen it, but I, I know who Bernie Madoff is. I know the news stories. Um, but I've never seen this movie, so I'm not sure how closely it ties. I'm sure the writers just basically picked up the morning newspaper, like, all right, go into the office to copy this down, see what happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, so have you, either of you seen I it? I have yet? not seen it. no. Nope. Oh, okay. So I'm assuming if you were alive in the early 2000s and you know about Bernie Madoff, mm-hmm. you've seen this movie. Yeah. But more how close? Or you know. know who he is. Yes. <laughs> But it's got a seventy three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Huh. All right.
1: Well,
0: Rotten Tomatoes is Fair It's pretty rotten. rotten. Yeah, it's pretty nope. rotten.
2: You got tomatoes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, one of my, my old school favorites is uh in the eighties with him was a uh, Midnight Run.
1: Oh
2: yeah. I saw that too and I immediately thought of Cannibal Run. I was like, nope, nope wrong no, movie. No, no.
0: Him and Charles Groden, he's like he's a bounty hunter. So for Bail Bonds people hmm. and Charles Groden was uh he was doing. He worked for this like firm. I think it was like an accountant firm or something. But he basically was found out. He was embezzling money for like these mobsters or somebody. And so he's uh, he kind of took the fall for it for his company. And so he goes to skip out on on his bail. And Robert De Niro has got to find him. And it's oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Joe Pantoloni is the guy who hired Robert De Niro. He's the bail bondsman, but he goes behind his back and hires another guy who then they're like rival bounty hunters marvin well, <laughs> and, and so he basically he's got charles groden and yeah, the name
1: <laughs> is Movin. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like almost like a
0: planes trains and automobiles but you know with a bounty hunter because <laughs> and and this guy he's got captured so charles groden's constantly just trying to talk his way out of shit or trying to scheme his way out and he like he's got to get him back by a certain time frame Mm. And or to Joe Pantleone, he's mm. got to have him back. He's like, if not, the deal's off. You know, you got to have him like midnight by Tuesday or whatever the time frame is. He's got like seventy-two hours or something. And uh, so he's trying to get him on a plane. He's like, I can't fly. And so Charles Grodin talks him out of getting on a plane. End up on a train and a you know, stealing, borrowing a car and all this other stuff. But then you got this other bounty hunter, Marvin, who's constantly knocking De Niro out or catching him <laughs> off guard and then stealing him back so they're constantly both trying to steal back <laughs> Charles Grodin it's, it's actually a pretty funny movie he was an ex-cop that's how he got into bounty hunting his story was he was an ex-cop and he wasn't all the other cops were in the, on the take with the mob and he refused to do it and so they he just I can't remember if they fired him because the whole, like, precinct was the in whole on force it. force was on it, yeah. Or if he just said, I'm done and I'm retiring from it. But he basically... He was a good cop, and that was his downfall, where he was from. And he's got a strange daughter, and his, you know, ex-wife doesn't want anything to do with him, but... Damn ex-wife. It is a... Fu- there is a lot of funny stuff in, in it, though. Because I do remember there's one scene where they both have them together. They have the two bounty hunters, Robert De Niro and this guy Marvin, I can't remember the actor's name, and... They're both running, and they get FBI involved. So FBI's chasing them all. Now he's chasing the two bounty hunters, holding hostage this this criminal that they're trying to take in. And there's like mob after him. The FBI's after him. Everybody's shooting at him. They're trying to get away in this car. And Charles Grodin's like, "You two are the worst fucking uh, bounty hunters <laughs> in the world."
2: Um, there's a movie on this list called "Righteous Kill." Okay. I haven't seen that, but I once again, I opened the description, and I could have sworn it said Thomas Crown, and they would have owned Pierce Brosnan a lot of money for using that name. Um, but it's Cohen. Um, but this seems like a really good movie. I'm going to have to watch this at one point. It's basically um, two detectives trying to solve an old case, and they just wind up getting into some, like, Chicanery. <laughs> Um, that damn chicanery. But it's this is not one of his best works. It's got an 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, wow. Um, but it also stars um, De Niro, Al Pacino, 50 Cent, and Carla Gugio. I don't know that last one. You know,
1: fit. I mean, 50 Cent right there, that sells it for me. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, I'm sold.
0: <laughs> I mean, I prefer a dollar myself, but whatever.
1: <laughs>
2: we'll just watch it twice. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, 50 Cent.
0: Well, another one though, You might. I won't check on this because I, I I can't pull it up just yet because I've mm-hmm. got something else running, but on Rotten Tomatoes, can you see what they have for this boy's life, what that was ranked at? Sure can. Because that was another De Niro one. It was him and uh, Leonardo had... DiCaprio. And... Let me pull up the old flicks. Oh, app. Leo. Yeah, his Leo DiCaprio's mom has been divorced and she starts dating Robert De Niro's character and he ends up moving him they end up moving in with him in this, like, little small town. And he's basically just, like, a country, small town kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Well, that is one
2: young Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah.
0: It was, like, right around the time of, like, Basketball Diaries mm-hmm. when he did that movie, but... Um,
2: um, but it's got a critic score of 76% and an audience score of 79%. Oh, no, not
0: bad. So, it is a good movie, but he basically finds out that Robert De Niro and the kid, Leo's character, do not get along whatsoever. <laughs> like, he's... He's trying to toughen him up, but not in the right way, like in the old school, country style way. And he always has his saying to him when he's like, I know a thing or two about a thing or two. He always says that throughout the movie. (laughs) He's like, you think you're smart? I know a thing or two about a thing or two.
1: (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Classic De Niro line. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But it's so weird to see him almost in like that just small town kind of country life type setting and that type character. But I say if you haven't seen it, see it. Give it a watch. Give it a watch. Give it a whirl.
1: He he died of dysentery, he'd give me to watch. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a cool movie. The killing season. Okay. Oh. Give me a rundown, I'm trying to think of funny. So seen it basically before. in an attempt to shield himself from a painful memories of the war in Bosnia, an ex soldier seeks solace in the deserted mountains. Doesn't say which ones. Huh. Um however the his piece of-
1: mountains. <laughs>
2: In the deserted mountains. So find a mountain range that no one ever goes to. Right. It's that one. <laughs> How, although I will say it's probably not in the U.S. Because, however, his peace is disturbed when Serbian soldiers track him down. Hmm. Oh, yeah. that's a Serbian soldiers.
1: Yeah, yeah that, 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 that's not Let's a... Get De that's... Niro,
2: Travolta. Oh, those are the only two big names. Uh, that's all you need. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> that's really all you need, man. I'm looking at the rest of uh, Elizabeth Olsen's in it, but I'm looking at the full cast and crew, and those are the only three big names that I can see, unless you know who Elizabeth Olsen is.
1: Elizabeth Olsen? the Olen. Oh, Olen. I, I thought you said Olsen. Olsen. is also in this movie. I was going to say, that's uh, the Scarlet Witch.
2: Yes. Yes. But somebody who looks like Jeff Bezos, Kalen Samarov, probably one of the Serbian
1: people.
0: Those damn Serbs. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. No.
2: Be did, serving all you want, mm-hmm. like you have the power to change that. Yes. Did, <laughs> did
1: either of you guys ever see the score? I know this is on Is it with Edward, Edward Norton? Yeah, Edward, Edward Norton. Norton yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I it's Edward, been, I couldn't tell you. I know it's about it's kind of like a heist type movie, yeah, if I remember. Yep.
2: Which is also another movie we should talk about. Heist. Uh, nearly,
1: <laughs> nearly impossible theft that require his uh joining forces with Edward Norton.
2: I've played that video game. It's called Grand Theft Auto Four or (laughs) Five.
1: Well, alright then. (laughs) Well,
0: they did another movie together called Stone too. Him and Edward Norton. Hmm. That was.
2: I was reading up on that. that Not not
0: really that great of a movie. To be honest with you. Stoned. No, just Stone. Stone. I'm trying to remember. I forgot he was in Backdraft.
2: Isn't that the um, like firefighter movie?
0: Yeah. So he's about a backdraft. <laughs> Who was he? I don't know. I can't remember if he was like the captain or something. Or... Yeah. Let's see. Who did he play?
1: Because <clears throat> uh, that was supposed to be Baldwin and uh, <clears throat> Russell, right?
0: Yeah, Kurt Russell and and William Baldwin. <clears throat> uh, right I've never heard of this
1: movie. Was it the? Was he the dad? that they and lost
0: in this investigation
1: in oh, his God. spate
0: of fires involving I don't know he just seems like someone they helped from what I'm reading it's been a long time so I watched yeah, it I mean yeah, I haven't seen that in a the main thing years. I remember about backdraft is they kind of really did the overkill on the backdraft like every yeah. fire had a backdraft to it like that doesn't always happen right. it always made that like right. sound right. when it would like sound like it's sucking in and, it, and then breathe out at you like it's angry yeah
1: yeah
0: like it's following you <laughs> yeah
1: like fire doesn't have a personality, okay? So that the
2: firefighters, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. You see, like the door, like almost breathing, and the... it's yeah, like, don't yeah, don't yeah, it's
1: like it. it's like, <laughs> cr- like creaching, like coming mm. out, like yeah. Because what it would don't do, don't is, open that yeah, door. Yeah, when you
0: open it, all the oxygen floods yeah. in, so the fire goes backwards, but then it just almost like explodes back out to you. But it's like every fire they met in there had
1: that. It's like yeah, not
0: every fire they does. Treat... is like
1: treat. It's like watching the movie Twister. Like, how? You had 48 Twisters in, le- in less than two hours. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they should treat fires like hostage takers. Just go in with guns and grenades, just like breaching clear rooms. Just like, this is how we're going to get the fire out. We're yeah. going to shoot it to death. Like in Family Guy, when they're getting infested with fleas, so they call the exterminators, they show up with 9mm and automatic rifles and start shooting all the fleas in the house.
1: You, you mean like former President Trump trying to throw a nuclear at, uh, weapon at a hurricane?
2: Yeah, yeah, that was a great idea, too. I want to throw, yeah, throw a hurricane. Yeah, I want to throw a hurricane. i like to throw a
1: hurricane.
0: i like to throw a bomb at a hurricane. I like nuts. I like pay Um,
2: There's a movie called Ronin, and I have to see this movie now. It stars Robert De Niro, Jean Renault, and Sean Bean. Basically, this person just puts together a team of skilled, you know, Thievery people, mm-hmm. what are they called? Thieves. That's it. Yeah. Um, to steal an expensive briefcase. It's probably the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's Marcellus
1: Wallace' briefcase right there.
2: Right. <laughs> but um. But yeah, it's just a heist movie. Came out in um the late '90s. But Robert De Niro, classic actor. But you got Jean Reno and Sean Bean in the same movie. Five bucks says Sean Bean dies already. I haven't seen this movie, but I now have to see this. And the lead, um, the person who puts the entire team together is called Natasha Milk Elhone. Never heard of this girl. Hmm. And Natasha is spelled weird, so I'm probably pronouncing it wrong.
0: Damn it. All right. Oh, it. where
2: do I know her from? Okay. Keep going. I need to... <clears throat> Oh, that's right. She was the wife in Designated Survivor. Okay. You ever seen that show? Oh, oh um... With Kiefer Sutherland. Mm-hmm. So basically it's a television show where they talk about... Every, and whatever they do with the State of the Union, they always keep a cabinet member held back because the event the Capitol is bombed, there's always a cabinet person left who, could, who is within the order of succession who can rise to become the president. So okay. the show starts off with Kiefer Sutherland about to be fired by the president, but they need him for one last job. He needs to be the designated survivor. And then the Capitol blows up during the State of the Union. <laughs> so now he was the Secretary of the Interior... He gets promoted <laughs> to president right then and there. Oh. No, uh, Secretary of Housing and Development.
1: Housing and Development. That's mm. a good department. Mm. That is a department. He We're department. promoting you. He developed the White House. Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a really good show. Okay. Um, if you have a chance to watch it. Um, it was on for two seasons on CBS or ABC, and then Netflix picked it up for a yeah, Of Cold course North they season. do. They <laughs> pick everything up. Yep. Oh, except, you don't want it? We'll get except it. Except for Jericho. Everyone's talking about how they're gonna pick up that show and they did it Netflix comma, you bastards. You hear
0: that Netflix five 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 You fucked yeah,
1: up. Yeah. <laughs> five 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 five, you suck.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just email us at www the <laughs> movie talks with children. I like how we're all saying five 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 like they all do in the movies. Yeah, and exactly. that reminded me do you remember the movie Bruce Almighty? Yeah. In that movie, they didn't use a 555 number. They used that. a 727 phone. It was a real-life phone number. It yep. was an active phone number, and people yep. called it.
1: Called it, yep. yep. Oh, it's the same thing for um, Squid Game. When that came out, the phone number that they used on the card was a real phone, was number. A real phone number, and the dude kept getting calls like, oh, we want to join the Squid Game. <laughs> <laughs> so it
0: was, yeah,
1: it was a live number in South Korea. <laughs> But i think for the dvd
2: release of bruce almighty they changed it to 555 mm-hmm. yeah um, but i remember uh, remember like there was a giant article like this is a real pinellas county phone number stop calling it
1: <laughs> i remember um uh last action hero when they're going through you know through that um she's like what's uh when he's in the movie store He's like what's a what's the phone number in the movie store 555, five, five, blah, 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 blah. It's like, all right, well, what's your number? And she kind of looks at him, and Arnold's like, it's okay. I'm a policeman. Yeah. 555, <laughs> five, five, this, this, and this. Okay, well, there can only be 9,999 numbers. Let's start with 555. So how many people live in California? About 8 million. <laughs> so how do you know? That's we, well, why we have area codes. <laughs> Damn it, Arnold! <laughs> you're screwing up the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy Warner.
2: Oh, I forgot about that scene.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> like, so that's what he's walking through there and he's got They're Terminator. They're in a blockbuster or yeah. like that, right? They're in a, yeah. the, and there's a Terminator 2 poster out, but it's Sylvester Stallone yep, and, not, and not Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> this is supposed to be you. He's like, I wish I was that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you were in a movie? <laughs> well, speaking
0: of Stallone, it's a, a Robert De Niro movie. That he did in the '80s was Copland. You remember that one? Never heard I don't of it. Remember that one? It had uh, Michael Rappaport, Robert De Niro, Sylvester Stallone, and Harvey Keitel. Yeah, oh. it's it's basically they're you know it's all police officer stuff. Something happens like uh, there's like an interracial kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. Something happens. Somebody accidentally gets killed. It tra- uh, involves one of the cops, and basically they're people are trying to help sweep the whole thing under the rug. And then you know there's investigations and you know like. You know, IA gets involved and stuff like that, but it kind of—it really kind of shows a little bit more in depth, of like when corruption happens and the police are involved in the corruption, like how they kind of dig into it.
2: Um, so once again, there's another movie on the list called Freelancers, mm-hmm. and I've never seen this movie, but apparently Robert De Niro has worked with Fifty Cent more times than I thought previously because this movie stars Robert De Niro, Forrest Whitaker, and Fifty Cent. Basically, 50 Cent becomes a cop because his dad died in the line of duty, and he partners up with De Niro, his dad's old partner, and then it says um, he teams up with his farmer's old partner and a band of rogue cops. That's all it says. Don't know what they're doing, but Boris whitaker has got his gun out, so you know she went down. Oh, Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: So, another movie I may have to check out. But apparently, him and 50 Cent just best friends.
0: You know, they're probably having Thanksgiving dinners together, you know, go to movies you know, probably just smoke cigars outside. And...
2: Quick fun fact about 50 Cent. He made more money from investing in vitamin water at the beginning than he did from rapping and acting. Well,
1: duh.
0: <laughs> I mean, that really doesn't surprise me that yeah. much. I, mean, I a lot thought of those... he would have
2: made more money from rapping. He mm. was very popular when I was in high school. But most
0: yeah. stars, like it's just like sports players. Mm. Yeah. Most money don't make their money actually playing. They make a lot of money playing, yeah. but it's all the endorsements and all the you know swag mm-hmm. that they get involved in or if they get involved with... Liquor companies or water company. Water, water, and liquor like the two hottest things for yes. celebrities or people in the fame mm-hmm. on the but spotlight. He basically
2: owns Vitamin Water, and that's where he just makes all of his money from. Oh, well, it's lucrative, doing. dude. Yeah, yeah. You and don't my have grocery to store job, anything. we sell out of that crap quickly. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That and Gatorade. Everybody loves Gatorade.
0: Gatorade.
2: Matt Damon. Gatorade. <laughs> he's too old. I was talking with a friend of mine, and apparently Matt Damon did an interview, and he's like, you know what? I'm okay. I can laugh about myself, you know, when you make fun of me, but I don't understand why people just say my name differently. Do people just not think I know how to say my name or something like that? <laughs> and I was talking, he's like, well, did he not see Team America? That's yeah. that's the reference. But apparently not. He just doesn't understand the joke of why people go, Matt Damon. <laughs> so Matt, if you're listening, yeah. watch Team America yeah. and you'll understand. Team America world beliefs <laughs> you'll be
1: you'll be right on the same page with everybody else yep
2: you'll laugh but you'll also be ashamed of yourself
0: <laughs>
1: i can't believe i forgot to bring
0: this one up sooner but when we had the i believe it was when we were doing the robin williams episode it was one with him and and robert De Niro, the movie awakenings mm-hmm. that i talked all about i was confused yeah.
2: that, that one with cocoon but it's- <laughs> uh, awakening uh, with cocoon. A, awakening is where uh, well, for people is uh, wake up from like a vegetative state. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah he, yeah. Uh, Rob Williams was the doctor. He yeah. finds the right concoction of medication. And it only but, lasts for
2: like twenty four hours. Or something well, like
0: longer that. than that. But they basically they start. They don't realize that it's not a permanent solution. They mm. start. The, they start. Bodies start getting R- immune reverting to. it yeah, and yeah. Reverting back to it. So. And
2: I thought cocoon. The peep. The old people were in like comas for until it was time to go home. No. they were just in a retirement community. Yeah, no, they were the in a
0: retirement community and aliens came down and they were dropping, like, these egg things, which are their other alien people or, or their... And the retirement community people whatever.
2: were the aliens, right? At the end of the movie, no. they go home.
0: No, no, no. The uh, the community people were normal people. No. And what they do is the guys, the 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 retired guys, they would sneak off and trespass into this house that was, like, abandoned. Mm. And they had a pool, so the guys would always go swimming while well, these aliens ended up coming down and buying the house because they look like they... Mm. they put skin on basically and they have all these like egg cocoon things in the pool after a while and they're swimming and they start feeling better like that's so why could...
1: yeah that's why they keep coming back
0: and so yeah so then they work out a deal and then they find out they're aliens and then basically someone died one of their friends dies or something because they all have wives and stuff like that and uh it was the the real the real grouch guy bernie yeah his wife finally passed away well anyway they go on and aliens offer them a choice...
2: To go with them, To right? go with them, because... So that's the know... end of the movie. They're on the boat in the middle of, like, the Gulf of Mexico, yeah. and then they get, you know, tractor-beamed up. Yep. Yeah. There's also a second one that I didn't watch. Yeah.
0: Well, they return, returned. So oh. all the old people return, and only some of them go back at the end of that one, because yeah. some of them realize they don't want to live. Because as long as they go to that other planet... They're immortal, right? They don't <laughs> Yeah, die. They'll, they'll just keep on living. They, they're not aliens, but they'll mm. keep on living, because whatever... They're that... like
2: zoo animals on that other planet, I yeah, think. Yeah, basically.
0: <laughs> Look what we found! See, they can pet him. They call dance, puppet, dance!
2: <laughs> They're called Earthlings. Yes. This one likes to drink and smoke. He falls down a lot. We don't know why.
0: But that house in Cocoon, that was filmed in uh, Pasadena.
2: Yeah, I thought that it was, was down here in Florida. Florida.
0: I mean, the whole movie was, but that particular house its in, in Isn't Pasadena. Isn't it supposed to
2: like, take place in Sarasota or something like Like a giant like, retirement community? Like, well, I mean, at like the time that, someone... that
0: movie came out, this was still a re- heavy retirement area. Oh, then. yeah. This location, like Pinellas yeah. County. People oh, I slowly it. started moving To like south Sarasota, and south. Naples, and yeah, all that and, stuff. Yeah. And then Sarasota became bigger, so now Fort Myers became the retirement, then Fort Myers got bigger,
2: now Naples is, yeah. and it's going to push them down to the Everglades. And then, got, the <laughs> and then we got Cougar Town, now everyone's going back to Sarasota. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> oh, what was that other show that came out? Uh, I want to say it was, what was it, some TV or reality show or something? It was uh, Siesta Key or
1: something? Yep. No idea. Yeah,
0: that one came out too, but that's more for kids. It has nothing to do with retirement. I remember no, the James has...
2: Franco St. Pete movie. God, that was awful. I can't remember what it was Spring called. Spring Breakers? Up.
1: Yeah. Oh, God, that was terrible. The
0: movie that shall
2: not be spoken about. The, the, what, the movie you saw. <laughs>
1: Actually, <laughs> I didn't sit, sit okay, there for I didn't like it. 15 minutes. Look at my shit.
0: Yeah. yeah. What
1: well there the was hell? A, there was
2: another Tampa movie but with Mark Wahlberg and The Rock, and it was about like they were weightlifters. Uh, and they that was kidnapped- Miami. Miami. Um, oh, I thought it was Tampa.
1: No, that was oh, that, and that's where it had uh, uh, the not like the Hurt Locker or something. So it, it's based on a true story. Basically, you know, mm-hmm. this guy tried to kidnap uh, an affluent dude who went to his gym, and yeah. Well, <laughs> I remember reading
2: an article, and the judge said the moment like that he handed down the sentence, like this is going to be made into a movie. This yep. is too bonkers to not be.
1: Well, yeah, because so like they're they cut the. Some of the people they killed, um, or this couple that they end up murdering, on kind of sort of accident, um, the the rock is trying to burn off their fingerprints. <laughs> so he's out there, they're out. He's outside of the gym on a grill, flipping hands, and this, and he's hitting on this girl across the way. Like he's waving at her, like like picking the hands up and waving, <laughs> like she can't see that they're hands. Yeah. But he's like. Like she thinks he's flipping burgers. Takes <laughs> <laughs> one of the fucking hands up and waves. So <laughs> he's Walt burning the,
2: the fingerprints off the dead people. Exactly. I thought he was, like, burning his own fingerprints. Like, you can't... I can't be identified if I don't have any fingerprints. they uh, a ball-peen hammer to his so own teeth.
1: That was... Uh, uh, one of the facts about the movie is that was one of the first cases. So the, the girl... Um, the, the way they identified one of the bodies and connected everything mm. was the lady had breast implants. Oh, there's a serial there the number? Numbered. Exactly. Yeah. That was the first time breast implants were used to identify a body.
2: Oh. Well, I mean, they do put serial numbers on there. Yep. See, like, a little barcode. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Beep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: like going to Boob Publix. <laughs> That'd be $7,000, please. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, no, that's with
2: insult. Parts are just, like, four yeah, and a yeah, half. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, no that's that's the the part. The install yeah. is uh, gonna be at eight hours and
2: Yeah. Really it'll only take four, but the mechanic is just gonna go have a couple of smokes. <laughs> yeah He's gonna...
1: just gonna stare at his work for a minute. <laughs>
0: well we got a little bit of time left. I wanted to ask a question but before I do, like, because just in case again for disclaimer spoiler, if we missed a, a favorite Robert De Niro that's very popular, we do apologize. Yeah. We'll just send it in. And we talked a we'll lot talk about, about his
2: work in our Monster episode, yeah. Too. So go back and listen to that one. But
0: one a... that I can't let go, of, and I can—I can't believe I almost let it go without saying—is Raging Bull. And mm. That was from 1980. That's an old school one about you know he's a fighter in that one, middle, A <laughs> middleweight fighter. Yeah,
1: who's is it? Is he supposed to be somebody? He's like
0: uh, uh, who was it? Um, I have to look. I can't remember. Who exactly he's supposed to be. Uh, Jake Lamanta. Jake La Never heard of him. Joe Pesci's in that one, too. Because <clears throat> hey, of that scene hey, where he's like... Hey, let me add you some. Who's an animal, <laughs> Larry? Come on, who's an I animal, some... Larry? Your mother's an animal, Larry.
2: <laughs> but... fucking shine box.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Raging Bull, solid one, too, as well. Another classic, but... So... Since we have a few minutes, let me let me ask you this because we haven't done this in a while too. Since we're actually talking about a specific actor, is there a type of character or a role you would like to see Robert De Niro in or replace somebody in a role that you would?
1: That's a tough one, uh, isn't it? Uh, because I want to. I, I mean, not even knowing that he he did you know a version of fucking Frankenstein where he was Frankenstein like mm-hmm. the monster. That's that's kind of cool to me. Um, but I mean, yeah, you've seen him as the psycho. You've seen him as the raunchy guy and dirty grandpa Uh and you know um he's been all over the place
2: um so i mentioned earlier the uh, before that that bernie madoff movie the the movie is called the wizard of lies Mm. and i was like he's never been in a fantasy movie what is this malarkey i now want to see him in a fantasy movie but i also wanted the same character as the rock from um Jumanji Chu okay. where he's just walking around like what the fuck is this like get out of here you <laughs> little idiot and you wind up having to save the world with his like fairies and magical stuff and I could just see him walking around get the fuck out of here <laughs> and he's like reaching for a gun he doesn't have anymore like, yes put analyze that Robert De Niro in Jumanji yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> don't even give him like a new character like I want Robert De Niro in Jumanji Jumanji this and yeah. <laughs> Jumanji that I don't want to see shit. that movie <clears throat> character number five, it's Robert De Niro playing as Robert De Niro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I think I could kind of, I would like to see him, <clears throat> when you brought it up about that, that other movie that was kind of like that fantasy type thing. Where they're Stardust. Up in Stardust. <clears throat> Almost like, it would have been funny to see Robert De Niro in like a flamboyant, as a flamboyant gay character, but like in something like The Birdcage. Yes. So to see what he could really do with that. Like, you know, to see him portray what his
2: version of homosexual would be. Yeah, replace him with Nathan Lane. <laughs> Re- replace Nathan Lane with Robert De Niro. Yeah. And just go from there. Just say yeah. like action yeah. and see what happens. Well, because him and Robin Williams have worked together
0: yeah, a yeah. few times, so, yeah. like, number one, they, they could already do that. Right. But And it didn't even have to be the birdcage, but something so like the birdcage. Yeah, where he's just this... I
2: recently watched the birdcage, and that movie is fantastic. Oh, it's oh, wonderful. Yeah. It's great. Nathan Lane got annoying to me every now and again but Come I on. could I could see Robert De Niro not being annoying and doing <laughs> that.
1: What's well, the other guy? The um uh the Gene Hackman? B- no, no, oh. No, no, no. oh oh
0: oh uh, well you're talking about what's his name? Um Unlike oh, the
1: housekeeper? Ratio. That's not a Ratio. No sentence.
0: no it's uh... Or the son? No, 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 you're talking the, about that the, the housekeeper dance. guy. Yeah, he's like, I can't wear the shoes because they make me fall down. Right, right. <laughs> it's my <laughs> natural. Like, how
1: is that
2: possible? And then you see him go to answer the door; he falls right on <laughs> his ass. <laughs> and you say, "Ah!" Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, He plays. I mean, he he played a great
0: flamboyant guy he, in he, that he, one.
1: He was freaking awesome in uh, Night at the Museum too.
0: Yeah, he was good
1: in <laughs> that because he was like an effeminate uh, Egyptian ruler. It's <laughs> like.
2: Oh, he was yeah, kid
1: wasn't he? Uh, uh, Ra, the, the yeah. brother. <laughs> I am Common <Carmen> roth, <laughs> twice removed on my mother's side. <laughs> he had like the lisp in, yeah. his, in his. I just told Mr. Capone here this is not a dress, it's a tunic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I did like his character in, in, in The Birdcage when he's uh, when Nathan Lane's character, oh, Albert, was always freaking out. And he's like, he gave me some purin. He's like, what are you giving him purin for? He's like, eh, it's just aspirin. Why scrape the A off? It. Or yeah. and, uh, and scrape
2: the ass I off. I love it. the fact <laughs> when he puts on a suit to get ready for the dinner. And yep. he's like, oh my god, you did that for me? I love you. And then he sits down crosses his legs. And you can see the stocking going up. He's, <laughs> he's like, is it too much? Mm. The, it? the Robin Williams and the son are just, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: <laughs> and then he's like, I'm just trying to add a little color. <laughs> and then he just goes back and changes. <laughs>
0: but I would like to see him portray that type of role. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Just to see, like, how. Ra- like I said, he broke the barrier in raunchiness in, in a Dirty Grandpa. Oh, yeah. yes. I never thought he would go that far. And he yeah. did. So I'm
2: like, all right, let's see what he He's does. He's just doing Bill Murray at this point. Yeah, Whatever he kept, the hell he wants. Yeah. He <laughs> kept,
1: you know, uh, cup checking Zach Efron and yep. sticking his thumb up his butt.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> we say hello. So you want to see fantasy? Mm-hmm. I want to see flamboyant De Niro. I'd
1: I'm, I'm honestly like to see him do, you know, a real monster. Like, I don't know if this Frankenstein movie was any good. Maybe okay. we, we make him vampire. Okay. I don't know. But I, I, I'm intrigued by Robert De Niro as the monster. Okay. All
2: right. That's fair. We can have him play in a reboot of go Gadget. Inspector Gadget.
0: Is he going to be Mr. Dark He's going to be...
2: No, he's going to be... Gad- Uncle Gadget Oh Uncle Gadget
0: Inspector Uncle. Gadget
1: Inspector Gadget Yeah, do, 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 yeah cause do, I gotta do, say
0: As much as I love Matthew Broderick That, that, that movie terrible. did
1: not That
2: was a really bad movie um, But you know Go Go Gadget 45 And then he pulls yeah. one out <laughs> Go Go Gadget Grand Larceny <laughs> <laughs> like Go Go Gadget Shut the fuck up Yeah yeah Who yeah. oh, the fuck are you talking do have a Do
1: I have a button for that Go Go Gadget mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, go, man. go gadget racketeering. <laughs> <laughs> well, we only have uh, we've got about a minute or two left. Any final thoughts on Mr. Robert De Niro before we say goodbye for this? episode uh, Just
2: you know, thank you for being an actor. You you yeah. did a great. He's still acting to this day. Yeah, and, and even though he's got to be close to retirement at this point, but um, he has a great body of work. I love a lot of his movies that I've seen, and even the ones that I haven't seen, I've already added them to the list that I do want to see. Um, I'm happy that he's best friends with Fifty Cent. That makes, <laughs> that makes
1: me hard. Many men. Yes.
2: <laughs> no, I, I can piggyback off that. I agree,
0: and you know, just a great body, great range, uh, phenomenal actor. One, one of the one of the best out there. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's he's definitely in the top ten. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's a lot of really good actors out there, so it's hard and actresses, so it's hard to kind of pinpoint. Not anymore.
2: They're all called actors. There's actors in. Like, yeah. Sorry, I am.
0: I have been corrected. I digress. <laughs>
2: But Trust me, it was for me a couple of years
1: ago when they got rid of Actress, too. <laughs> <laughs> the actor. <laughs> um, yeah, just same thing with you guys. You know, he's amazing body of work. Um, you know, I love his serious stuff just as much as I do his funny stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so keep it up, Mr. De Niro. Yeah. We love you. We want to see you continue and go on and go on and take the suggestions we brought up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, if you throw in a couple fucks here and there, we'd love that, too. But until then, uh, until next time, this is Movie Talks and Chill. If we are your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Gavin Butts. I'm Dutch Wall. All right, guys. Take care. Don't forget, guys. You can visit us at our website, movietalksandchill.com. Email us at us at movietalksandchill.com
2: or find us on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram
1: at Movie Talks and Chill. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, coming soon to Apple Podcasts, Castbox, and Overcast.
0: New episodes available every Wednesday. Talk to you then. Theme music for our podcast was composed, arranged, and performed by Paul The Rock.